Welcome back to the Auto Amateur Podcast. This is James. Let's jump straight into the topic of the day, or at least one of them. I'm going to be joined shortly by Andy from The Last Rasp, the YouTube channel, and the Instagram account of the same name. But Porsche just this week announced the release of a base version of their electric car, the Taycan, or the Taycan, however you want to pronounce it. Now, the turbo that was released six months ago or so, maybe a little longer than that now, the, uh, the, the, the turbo trim goes for around 180,000 US and more. They then introduced a few months later the 4S version, which goes for around 120 and change. And now, presumably, because they're responding to consumer demand, they've released the base version which is going to be offered in the next few months in the U.S. here for just over $80,000. That's a $100,000 difference between the turbo trim that was released originally. Now, they say that they're not going to be, you know, sort of taking performance away from the driver, which I half believe. You're still going to get great acceleration. You're still going to get some incredible driving. But instead of doing 0 to 60 in two and a half seconds like the turbo does, it's going to be doing it in just less than five seconds. You're also going to be getting about 40% less horsepower around the sort of 450 range. I'm excited to find out more. So let's get Andy from Last Rasp on the podcast, and we're going to talk about this and anything else that springs to mind. Let's go check it out. So I'm back with Andy at Last Rasp. We've tried to start this podcast several times. It's just going to be one of those days, Andy, I think. But here we are. We're yeah, talking. Yeah. We're live. Good to speak with you, mate. James, yeah, it's good to be talking to you too, my friend. So how's, uh, how's, how's January been in your neck of the woods? January has been busy. I've been uh, focusing on my kids, the family, getting my job, you know, sort of back into the swing of things after the, the break. I. I've, you know, this is my second or third podcast of the year. I've got my first YouTube video dropping this weekend. I've had a, a slow start to the year, and, and like half of me is feeling really guilty because I've had a lot of messages, people saying, "Hey, hey you know, do you still exist? Are you there? Hello." Um, I was worried. I was very worried. <laughs> <laughs> the other time, though, just selfishly, it's felt great to just unplug for a couple of weeks. Um, the, the sort of creative tension, you know, the sort of pressure you put on yourself is is there, and I, I feel like I've been, you know, just. I've been maybe too slow to the start of the year, but I'm really happy about the video. It's going to be dropping uh, tomorrow. And and I've been looking forward to chatting with you on this podcast for a while. And all the questions and all the stuff I wanted to talk to you about, we can maybe get to, but it all kind of went on hold and out of the window when I sent you that link this morning about the $80,000 electric take on. Yeah. What's going on? Look, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I've... Just to put it into some perspective here, I looked at the the cost of Taycans here in Australia and, you know, the, the difference in what we pay versus what you pay there uh, in the US is, is reasonably significant because, uh, let me just bring my data up here. So we currently only have listed on the site the, the 4S. Yeah. Um, which I think you guys pay something like 103 base, give or take. Ish, yeah, um, yeah thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us, that is uh, 156 grand for a base 4S with with no options. So I'm going to be very interested to see um, 
if this new model comes out here in Australia, how, how we're going to be priced because we get we get fleeced. But so, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because uh, you know Porsche is a performance brand, and so yeah. to 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 bring in something that's at a lower price point, I get it. Um, but you know, if you start looking at those performance numbers and they're not that impressive, uh, I know. I don't know. That seems off brand to me a little. Well, I mean, let's just pick up on a couple of things. First off, what is data? Is that data? <laughs> I don't, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I get people ripping me all the time for saying the wrong things in this country, but I haven't heard data in a long, old time. Um, you know, I, I was looking at my data. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> hey, data. Um, you know, so yeah, I like a couple of things. Like, well, first off, before we start talking about the cars and getting into that, how can we compare Aussie dollars to Yankee dollars and put it in, you know, sort of a very sort of simple kind of perspectives? Like, a, a Taycan for you is 150 grand, for me, it's 100 grand. But, you yeah. know, what's that for a pint of beer? I mean, we, we pay, you know, how much for a pint of beer? How much for a gallon of, of milk? Put it into real terms like that. So. Oh, it's so hard because everything here is metric, right? So we pay a uh, dollar seventy-five a litre for petrol um, or gasoline, um, <laughs> and that's that's for like ninety-eight octane. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's it's hard to kind of do that translation to make it relative, right? Because then you look at wages and all those sorts of things, and you can go way down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But yeah. you know, if I look at um, the Aussie dollar versus the US dollar, if a base Taycan 4S is 103 grand uh, in the States, that should be costing us 134 okay. in Australian dollars. Just to, and, that's, and I know that doesn't take into account the shipping charges to get them here and the, um, you know, the import duties and all that sort of business, right? right but just right. in very, very basic terms, we here in Australia always feel like we get shafted in what it costs us yeah. to buy these cars. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. If you will um, live on the far side of the planet, you know, this is what happens. Yeah, it was a choice of mine, you know. When I, in the womb, I said, where do I want to go? I, I, I want to be down down in what Jerry Seinfeld calls the anus of the world. Oh, dear. Good old Jerry. The man who also is a is a car enthusiast of, of sorts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you know what? We went and saw him do do um, stand-up about two years ago, and the whole show, I was sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder if he's going to mention Porsche. I hope he does, which he didn't, but the show was amazing. He was so funny. Uh, I've never seen him live. I've, I, I only know uh, him from the incredible. TV show. And, you know, some of his yeah. car videos. Speaking of comedians, yeah. though, your guy, Jim Jeffries, is that Aussie <laughs> yeah. stand-up comedian? Oh, my God. He has me rolling around the floor, especially when he's talking on stuff like gun control. But let's not get into politics. Let's go back no, to the... we el- already said that, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's go back to the electric. So $80,000-ish um, before you start putting any options in now for the base um, electric uh, Taycan, Taycan, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's that's going to give you zero to sixty in five point one seconds. Which you know that that's what my nine nine six Carrera C four did. That's what my nine nine seven base Carrera did. My um, my current base nine nine one Carrera does that in just short of four seconds. I think so. It's it's not that yeah. far off the the entry level Porsche nine eleven. Uh, the Caymans are. You know, probably around the same kind of ballpark as well. Um, yeah. 
But, you know, it's it's not... It, well, what is it? It's, but don't, it, don't you think the benchmarks are different with electric vehicles, though? We just expect that they're all going to do it in three seconds. Honestly, before, you know, before I drove... Um, before I drove the, the, the Taycan uh, Turbo, which melted my yeah. brain, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, everybody said that Teslas were fast. I've you know, never yeah. driven a Tesla, but okay, how fast though? Because I think my 911 is really fast. But when I got into that Taycan, Taycan I'm going to need to pick a word. Um, <laughs> dude, seriously, it was just so fast. No car. In fact, I said it on my video. No car yeah. needs to be that fast. And, I, mm. you know... Give me a choice between a hundred and eighty-five thousand dollar Taycan Turbo S or Turbo, whatever they, the 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 expression is there, versus the eighty thousand dollar base model that does it in five seconds instead of two and a half seconds. I will take yeah. that eighty thousand dollar model every day of the week. I, I just interesting. That Turbo was way too fast. It was stupid. Just it hurt. Yeah, actually, I got out of the car afterwards feeling like sick. <laughs> I don't it's want to a, do it's that. It's a good point. It's a good point too. And and how much how much performance do you really need, particularly in what is ultimately going to be a daily driver? Right. If you're saying that naught naught to 100 or naught to 60 or whatever it is in in five seconds isn't quick enough for you, what are you doing? Yeah. Who, who are you? Who are you trying to have drag races with at the traffic lights? And maybe the car—that's not your problem. Maybe you need to think about your just your your general issues of how you're behaving in public. Maybe we need to talk about that. Exactly. I think that's a whole can of worms for maybe a, an entire series yeah. of podcasts. <laughs> why? Do, why do you need that extra second for a hundred thousand dollars or two seconds for a hundred thousand dollars? Because, dude, I bet you get it in the nine eleven. I get it in, in my nine six four. I have, you know, people at the lights and they'll they'll sit there next to me revving the engine and, you know, giving it a bit of, come on, mate, let's go. And I'm always just like, dude, go. You yeah. got me already. You got me covered. <laughs> your, your, um, <laughs> your base model Hyundai over there or Hyundai, as yeah. you guys say, <laughs> yeah. is going to, is going to take me down so don't worry about it off you go just yeah. knock yourself out mate i'm uh, i'll meet you in the twisties and then we'll talk exactly you know i, I don't get <laughs> i don't get that all too much like i certainly don't get that kind of behavior from people driving corvettes or mustangs or or any other yeah, sort of performance yeah. car but you always see the sort of late teen group of four lads in their beat up to- toyota camry and they just yeah, they want yeah. they want to see you take off so I, yes I, yes I, that's true that's i let true. them I, I do that occasionally and they can just you know, lose a bit of their hearing from the sound of my soul performance exhaust ripping. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the, the crap yeah, nice. out of the back of that. <laughs> so, what have you been doing in January then for uh, for uh, last rasp? I've I've seen you know quite a lot of activity from you on Instagram. I, uh, yeah, I'm. I guess I'm trying to trying to cover the fact that I hadn't done much else. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, you, 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 there's a there's a real um, there's a real creative pressure to 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 get content done and yeah. you know uh, I know Jay talked about it the other day this this fear of if I'm not posting um, if I'm not posting video content on YouTube is the algorithm just going to slay me and suddenly yeah. you know the work I've been doing to build things up it all just vanishes yeah. um so particularly over the last two weeks, I've, I've felt this sudden sense of great urgency um, to deliver my next video, which is <laughs> which is nearly done now. But you know, I, 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 you, you and I were having a message conversation, and yeah, you know, some videos you shoot them, you cut them, they're done, bang, and you yeah. get them out. 
This one, for whatever reason, it's not a particularly complex one. I'm doing one different thing in it that I've never done before, but um, I was waiting for some new gear. So I've just got a new camera. I've jumped oh, yeah. from Canon to Sony, so there's a learning curve there. Um, it's a little bit like going from iOS to Android. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm at the back end of post on it, and, and I just want to get it done. Yeah. And then I've got, I've got two others coming. But So anyway, look, to be honest, mate, I just took a break, hung out with the family, hung out with the kids, did a, did a good amount of driving, which was great. Um, but, yeah, now back into back into creating content again. Yeah, so back back to that conversation we were having earlier today via a text message. Uh, same thing. I uh, shot a video in Chicago the past couple of days and, um, well, a couple of hours it took, but it took a couple of days to get there and back in the car. Um, yeah. But I, I'm really enjoying the edit, but, oh, man, I just got to the point where... I'm just flipping backwards and forwards between audio tracks and muting one yeah. and taking another. It just it, it goes on and on and on. I, I was hoping yeah. to get it out tonight, but it's going to be probably Saturday or Sunday at this rate. Uh, but you know, I enjoy what I do. Uh, you know, I've got to put the effort in. I don't want it to be sloppy because there are times when I sort of think, okay, that's it. It's good enough. I'm just going to get it out there. And then I'll watch it back myself and I'll see the two or three things that if I'd have just watched it one more time. Or if I just you know slowed that frame yeah. rate down, what have you? Yeah, it would have been yeah, better. Yeah. Does matter. Oh, that stuff. That stuff kills me. I, you know, I, I've spent my whole life in advertising doing that exactly that stuff, and we just massage everything, every last one percent. Yeah. Um, and so I find it really difficult to let these go. And 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 every video I put out, there's a there's an issue that I'm not. There's something I'm not happy with, and <laughs> I think I'm going to do it better on the next one. You know. But but I, I you know I think there's that thing as well of the time it takes in post. I I just reach this point where I think uh, I. I I can only stay interested in it for so long, yeah. Um, and 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 then then I start just getting distracted. And if I've been editing it for days and days, which 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 makes me worry, right? If I can't sit through it, how do I expect my audience to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. But then you know you got you got too close to it. I I, I yeah, try do, and think that do. as well. Like I often I often have like thirty minute cuts of videos, and like nah, no one's gonna pay attention for that long, and it ends up becoming twenty. And I cut out that glorious sequence of drone photography and music that I thought yeah. uh, it's just pure Porsche porn. It's like I, I, yeah, I, yeah, want, yeah. I want that to watch before I go to bed tonight. No one else cares really watching about that. What? That's interesting though, because see, I always feel as though I need to add more Porsche porn into it because you know, I mean. You look at the analytics from YouTube, right? And it, it, it talks about how long your videos should be, and yeah. But that always seems inconsistent to me with, uh, you know, how long people typically watch my videos for. And so I'm always looking for dropping Porsche porn in it throughout it, just to try and keep people from not having to look at my mug the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and if I haven't got that, I I, I feel I I kind of feel like I'm robbing the audience, and that that. Um, you know, I need more overlay. I need more shots of the car because everyone loves the car. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, but I don't want to do it and make the videos, as you say, laboriously long because no one wants to sit through that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, short and sharp. And I, I, I don't know whether it's 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 my content necessarily that prevents me from going in one direction or another, but you know, I, I look at um, 
I look at other sort of car channels and there are lots of them that sort of follow a very kind of consistent duration like you know similar yeah. kind of cuts similar kind of edits similar kind of length sometimes they're you know maybe a couple of minutes longer or shorter than they usually are you look at um and i am going to pick on one person in particular matt mormon obsessed garage yeah he um sometimes his videos are like an hour and a half long and yeah. two hours long and and i think maybe maybe i'm imagining this but i'm pretty sure sometimes for his live casts that are you know dialed in podcasts which you see on on youtube they're yeah. sitting there for like live for like half an hour before they even get started talking which is maybe a, right. kind of like the lobby concept it's maybe a good way to get yeah, people yeah. sort of lining up and interested um and maybe the nature of his content is you know because it's so detail oriented because there is so much information to sort of absorb from you know but, you know, the, the pearls of wisdom that, that come out of his mouth when he's talking about all the products he uses. And, you know, he's a really yep. clever guy. He knows his stuff. Maybe maybe that particular niche enjoy those 90-minute videos. I don't yeah, think yeah. I would get anybody staying on mine for more than 20 or 25 minutes max I, at this point in time. It depends on the subject matter, though, doesn't it? It's like, you know, I could watch Larry Casilla all day. Um, yeah. And, I mean... <laughs> I discovered him when I was looking to buy my car. He had uh, he had a YouTube video on on getting a PPI on a nine six four. Oh yeah, and I, watched I, that. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched that. I'm like, this guy's great. And and then I just started watching his other videos. And my wife couldn't understand. She'd come in and she'd say, "Are you watching another video with that guy washing cars?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it's really interesting." She's like. Go and wash our car. Don't wash videos of someone else doing it. But but he's you know the 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 detail that he goes into and his obsessive nature of it. It's that thing of it's almost a window into okay you could go that far if you really wanted to. And if I if I adopt fifty percent of the techniques he's using, then that's yeah. probably going to be sufficient for me. Yeah. But yeah, I find those videos really compelling and some of those are twenty five minutes long. Yeah. Um, and I'll fair sit through enough. the whole thing. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. So yeah. w- what's your plan for the year? What's uh, gonna be pumping through the last rasp? Um do you know what's interesting? I, I I heard you talking to Jay and um I think you made the point that you've got the videos that you know work well and and that audiences seem to connect with or engage with yeah um and then there's a there's that 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 kind of disconnect of okay i've got to keep pumping that content out but i've got to do i want to do some other things as well um and and for me you know when i launched the channel i didn't really intend it to be (laughs) last rasp aka andy's 964 channel um but because I launched it and then we immediately went into COVID lockdown. Yeah. Everything I was creating had to just be about my car. Um, and, you know, I've done stuff with the 991 and I do the drive videos and that type of thing, but I do tend to get the most traction with the 964 content. So it's just going to be about finding a balance. There'll definitely be more drive videos. I, I, enjoy, yeah. I enjoy shooting and capturing a sense of, what it is like to go and do that because that's it's been the best thing about owning this car has been this great group of friends that I've gotten and yeah. you know our our Sunday morning runs you know we're home by 11 o'clock we, we meet at six o'clock in the morning hit the hills hit the twisties and but it's just a great group of people and 
you know, there's a really good vibe, which I always just want to try and capture. But the other thing I'm going to do is, is a lot more, a lot more kind of reviews and drives of other people's cars. Mm. So, you know, next weekend, I'm so excited. My, um, my good mate Gerard has a, uh, a 71 Targa, um, uh, an orange one. It is, it is gorgeous. And, and I've posted it on Instagram a few times and, mm-hmm. um, people seem to love it and I'm having that for the weekend. So I'm going to do a video on that and I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to do that. I've had one drive in that car and it's fantastic. Yeah. So, so Talk that's going to be great. Porn. Talk about yeah, 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 porn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I've got to do that one justice, right? So it's that thing of going, I, I, I want the audience to get a sense of, A, how gorgeous that car is, um, but B, the experience of driving it. And and for that, you know, I, I don't think I need to do a review. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to do a deep dive on the tech specs of the car, um, you know, the minutiae of its cornering and brakes and all yeah. that sort of stuff. To me, it's more about... Um, the feels, you know, what, what, just, just, just what's the feel when you drive that car? What's it, what's it like? Can you drive it, um, in a way that feels like you're driving high performance? Yeah. Um, or do you just have to sit back and cruise? That's the kind of the interesting thing I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see. And, and to be honest, having seen my friend drive it, um, he certainly doesn't drive it like a grandpa. He, he gets on <laughs> it and, and, and the, th- and the thing boogies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen that thing on Instagram and uh, yeah, that's one of the better looking 911s. I, th- I oh, think yeah. it's out there. I mean, the, yeah. the model, the age, the color, the condition it's in. I mean, it's, it's one of those just complete sweetheart Porsches. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. And I- you know what? I've got, I've got a friend who has um, an interesting car as well, modified, but with a tip trike and I'm really keen to drive that car because I think we're all there's a certain level of snobbery and and assumptions we make about Tiptronic cars and Tiptronic car owners. Um, but this guy's you know a great mate of mine. He's the most uh, he's a, he's a crazed enthusiast, the same as anybody else. Okay. Um, and 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 like I say, I think we all have a certain inbuilt prejudice towards towards a Tiptronic car and the person that must drive it. Well, um, well hang so, on, Let, hang on there. So I, I'm with you 100 <laughs> percent that there are pre, preconceived notions about Tiptronic. In fact, I nearly booed when you, when you said Tiptronic. There you go. There you go. Because <laughs> because I, I owned one and I, I didn't particularly like it, but. I can't say I've ever imagined or even come across the stereotype of a Tiptronic owner. Can, can you, Neither. <laughs> what? what? I, I don't know. He, look, he's uh, Al's, Al's a great guy, and he refers to it as if he's not driving it in um, uh, in, in manual mode, he calls it dentist mode. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so. You know, it's because uh-huh. uh, it's hilarious, right? Like yeah. his car, it's a it's a beautiful car, but yeah, even he says when it arrived, it's it's this it was this amazing low kilometers example, but it's um, it's a Gen One nine nine six, yeah, um, silver over Savannah interior, Tiptronic. Okay. He's like, so I really went with the most dentist spec ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> But but he's 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 gradually done a bunch of really nice mods to it. It it looks bloody fantastic. In fact, if you want to check him out, he's Flat Six Affair on Instagram. I will. I'll, um, I'll check him out. And and his cars and he's a, he's an awesome photographer. Um, and his his cars an absolute beauty. Um, and I've driven it. It was great fun. It felt 
tight. It's it, it's and he drives the wheels off the thing. So I, I kind of want to challenge that 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 preconceived notion we all have of not necessarily the stereotype of what a Tiptronic driver is, yeah. but maybe more the stereotype of how somebody drives one of those cars, which is maybe as a daily driver, you yeah. know, maybe going to the shops or church on Sunday rather than tearing around the hills, which is exactly <laughs> what he does in it. <laughs> So I, I, I've owned a Tiptronic, and uh, that was my very first Porsche. And I, I came across Tiptronic when I saw Tom Cruise driving that convertible 996 in the second Mission Impossible movie, which was, right, in, right, right. It was in Australia, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, it was. was. There yeah. you go. Um, and I was like, wow, he just pressed a button. It changed gears. Wow, that's cool. So I yeah. always sort of had this notion that it was super cool. And I was just pretty much underwhelmed, frankly, by its responsiveness. And now I've got the PDK. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Night and day. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. But it was still a lot of fun. It was a great car to drive. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to look forward to seeing that video. And uh, what was your mate? What, flat six photography? Uh, flat six affair. Flat six affair. Oh, flat six and, affair. And yeah, ch- 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 check him out. Like I say, he's, uh, he, got him. he and I have... I think we've just got this quiet little unspoken competition going on about the quality of our photography. And, um, but over the last six months, I've just quietly backed out of said competition because he's oh, really? really just, yeah, he's gone next level, man. He's, oh, his stuff's awesome. So I've, I've checked him out on Instagram. I actually follow him already. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I've, so I follow him already. Yeah, you're right. His photography is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. shame he's an asshole, though. Um, really. <laughs> well, he's he's out he's out gunning you there with his camera, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, he totally has. As, he as totally I just sit here has. talking to you, and I've liked about seventeen of his photos. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he's genuinely he's the nicest bloke you'd ever meet, too. He really is. Well, that's fantastic. Well, yeah, it's silver nine nine six. I mean, he's, it, it's looking good. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. Well, yeah. So yeah. pressures on. You know, you, you, yeah. as, as healthy as, as the pressure can be. I, I know exactly what you mean. And I, I'm looking forward to the year. I've got a bunch of videos I've got in mind. I've got um, some other ideas. And, uh, yeah, and actually, we, we talked about it. Um, I spoke about it with Jay and a few other folks. The sort of notion of the uh, the Porsche-connected universe, Marvel yeah. style. Um, yeah. I can't wait to get more into that. So, like, on, on that note, we had a bit of an idea for a promo for it, which I'd love to get started and get off the ground. I don't want to spoil it for anybody just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, like, Jay and I have talked about driving uh, somewhere in the middle. Unfortunately, <laughs> between where he lives and I lives, we're talking about Cleveland, Ohio, or Detroit. <laughs> I don't want to diss anybody's hometown, but... It's not like we're going to be meeting up at the Tail of the Dragon or San Francisco right, or the Bay that's, Area. That's, that's disappointing. So I'm currently like scouring Google Earth to try and find some interesting roads and interesting scenery where we could maybe actually meet in person physically for a couple of days, make a bunch of videos. Um, I can't see that happening with me and you anytime soon considering COVID just That'd be tricky. To kick our ass. But there's got to be something we can do virtually. And I, 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 like I want us, the, the thought I had for you and I was, Hopefully it's daytime for both of us for at least an hour, even though we're yeah, on yeah. opposite sides of the planet. Um, yeah. we, we're, we're mic'd up, we're talking real time, we're driving our cars, we're having the discussion, and we get to edit that together. And and, and it's like we're, we're on a driving video. You know, it, it's a driving video. It's like we're, we're driving the same roads, but we're, we're really not. I'm driving through the cornfields of Minnesota, and you're, um, you know, 
trying to bunny hop around kangaroos and all that good stuff. <laughs> I was just I was just waiting for the sort of stereotypical <laughs> Australian road uh, anecdote there. Thank you for not disappointing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the best I could do though. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, th- I think I think that sort of thing is great. I, I think if um, you know the opportunities to find ways of um, you think about it, right? We're all we're all disconnected by distance, um, and yet so connected by this 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 passion that we have. And I, I love the idea of of um, trying to find uh, concepts that 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 sort of show that closeness rather than the distance. Yeah. And that the experience of driving, for example, as you just said, is 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 universal. Um, if you're an enthusiast for this brand, and 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 that experience is something that's reflected no matter where you are. So if there's a way, you know, we can capture that on video and almost give the sense of, yeah, we're driving at the same time. It's like we're driving the same roads because the experience is so similar, regardless of where you are in the world. I think there's something cool in that. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. We'll make it happen, and it's uh, it's going to be awesome. Oh, have, have you yeah. had any? Have you any thoughts about how we can maybe try and tackle it? Um, putting you on the spot I mean, now. Well, I was about to say what I what I'm really enjoying is um, yeah, the sort of uh, hey Andy, solve this for us in the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I mean, th- this is it. We're living it right now. I mean, we're yeah, this is, this is right. our second podcast, and you listened to my last podcast with Jay, and I've I've that was had like great. half a dozen other. How people. good is Jay? He's such a good dude. Oh, mate, such a funny guy. So I mean, down to earth, very friendly, extremely yeah, genuine, yeah. and you yeah, know, yeah, let's yeah. face it, he's he's a ginger. He's a chosen one, just like myself. If I'm honest, he probably he, he probably needs to step up his game around knowledge of Marvel characters. I'm just going to say that, but um, <laughs> I say it with nothing but love and respect. But yeah, um, I know. I, I was considering switching off the phone at that point when he was like, "Wait a minute, is Batman in Marvel?" No, come on, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, so I so to go back to your question, you know, there's a there's a bunch of different ways we can do it. Um, I've seen. Uh, Peter McKinnon and Julie Nolke just did just did a great video together, and it's all pre-done uh, and then cut together like a conversation that I oh, think okay. worked really, 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 really well. Um, tricky to do according to his behind-the-scenes video, yeah. um, but you know the alternative is to try and do things like um, you know sort of match camera moves and that sort of stuff. And I don't think we, I don't think we want to go that far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> 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 well, not well, not yet. Maybe maybe not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think as you say, if there's a um, if there's a conversational element to it, um, and then this sense of almost being in the same place at the same time, but with some visuals that make it abundantly clear that, as you say, there's this contrast of of the landscape of Minnesota versus the landscape of of Victoria, Australia. I think there'd be something really cool in that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's it. You're a problem solver. I like it. Problem, problem solving oriented. That's how we roll, mate. That's how we roll. Oh, I love it. Now, I've got one of my lifelong best friends, um, still to this day, lives in Perth in Western uh-huh. Australia. And yep. um, I was. You're going to ask if I know him? No, it's, it's actually a she. It's actually a her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you know? <laughs> yeah, do, do you ever get that one though? It's hilarious. I get it. Also. Oh. oh, you're from Melbourne. Do you know Nathan? 
Yeah, no, we've got like five million of us here. I don't, I've never met that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, her name is Jody, and if you don't uh-huh. know her, you should. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she sounds right. She's she's awesome. She, you know, you got you got that stuff all the time. But to your question, yeah, I do actually. Um, one of my clients in LA, I was sat in a meeting with, and I wasn't sure if she was joking at first. She was completely serious. She was like, "Hey, has anyone ever told you you look like um, who's that ginger kid from Harry Potter?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Ron Ron Weasley." I'm not sure if that's yeah. the actor or the character, but yeah, that's I know who you character. mean, Ron Weasley. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, you look very similar." He's English, you know. I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know that." She's like, she's like "Do you do you know him?" <laughs> <laughs> no, are you, are you, she's like, but you know, you're both English, and and she actually said ginger, and I was like, yeah, that's true. oh, wow, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, there is there is a ginger club in England, and we all know each other. Well, I mean, what do you what do you say to that? Yeah, I mean, in England, you know, we're we're, we're all we all look like Ron Weasley, and there's only twenty of us. So yeah, I've met him a bunch of times. He's one of my best mates. Yeah, he was he was in my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible speech he gave. Awful. But, you know, he did some magic and all the kids loved it. Good Lord. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Well, we are, like, completely taking this away from the world of Porsche. Yes. Uh, But, but, no, I bring up up Western Australia because um, somebody in uh, Perth, Owns a 356, which is the, uh, the the model of the car that I saw this week, which I'm currently making my, mm, um, yeah. my video around. And yeah. uh, this guy's in his 40s, I think in his 40s, and he, he basically says that he's like one of the only vintage Porsche owners in the area. Um, yeah. And, and you know, Perth is what, technically the, the most um, isolated city in the world? Correct. Is that, is that correct? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know stuff. I know some stuff. Look at you. Um, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Bam. West is left. <laughs> yep. Well done. This Depending is... on which way you're standing. Um, but but yeah, so you know, you're living in Perth. Um, you're driving a vintage Porsche. You don't know anybody else around you that owns one. Um, you know, what do you do? And you, this person feels connected to the Porsche community because of things like this, the podcast, the videos, the YouTube. Um, yeah. Do you see those sort of cars around in Melbourne? Because I know you've got mates that have got like, you know, the sort of 70s Targas and, and you've got friends have got like sort of uh, younger um, Porsches of, of different yeah. of different models, but anything as old as a 356 or, you know, that, that kind yes. of style. So a friend of mine um, who I drive with a lot, he's got a, a 3.0 Targa. Um, a bright yellow one with a Talbot yellow, um, which is a stunner. He also has a black 356, and that thing is mega. Oh, that's oh, yeah. such a gorgeous car. It was, for a while, it was actually matte black, um, which wasn't a wrap, it was painted, and, and oh, really? it looked it looked badass in matte black. It looked so <laughs> tough. Um and then, but he had, I think it was, I think he had some panel damage or something and, and matching the mat was, was quite difficult. I don't, I don't quite remember the story, but he decided to, to go back to gloss. And I think at the time we all said, oh, I don't know, you know, like the mat looks so good. And then he gets it done gloss black and dude this car it is just it's a rock star of a car it's it's got all the taste tasteful sort of mods you want on a 356 it's got that sort of um i don't want to say outlaw 
but but it's it's it sits low, got a great stance. It's just yeah. a cracking car. So I, I hope I can get a go in that car at some point. But yeah. but that said, I think I I'm not sure if 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 people would agree with me on this, but um, I think typically the 356 driver um, is is a little bit of an outlier insofar as they they typically have their own. Um, their own groups that they hang with. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, that's not to say I've never seen a, a, a 356 out driving with a you know, 997 GT3. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I think they do tend to um, congregate somewhat. But, gee, I, I, I love those cars. I just love them. I think they're yeah. just so good. Well, um, this, this one that I saw in the Chicago area, um, video I'll drop this weekend, it, it, it needs a hell of a lot of work. But it, it, yeah. even though it's, it's run down, it looks beautiful and it's going to look so stunning when it's finished. Yeah. I, I really hey, I'm going to ask you, how tall are you? You're tall, right? Uh, I'm like just short of 6'7". Okay, so you're, you're a tall lad. Um, when you dropped, <laughs> when you dropped <laughs> the shots of that car on Instagram and, and said you were making a video about it, I started yeah. thinking about um, Hightower from uh, from Police Academy, <laughs> and there's a scene in maybe the first or second Police Academy film where yeah. he gets into a car and he can't fit in it, and so he rips the front seat out <laughs> and sits in the back seat to drive it. And I thought, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, if, I wonder if that's what James is going to do with this 356. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because I also thought of that exact scenario when I saw that car. <laughs> Because the, the, the seats have actually been taken out. He, he's removed the seats. He's, he's taken out all the interior. He's going to fix the paneling. There's some rust in there. Uh, but I thought the same thing. And actually, I looked at it and thought, even with the seats out, I don't really fancy my chances of getting in that car. <laughs> that's unreal, isn't it? I mean, that's they're what, so tiny. They're, they're pretty small, yeah. But that's what Shaq does. I think, doesn't Shaq have a Cadillac, which he took the seats out of, so he can sit in the back seat and drive? I don't know. Yeah, I that's that right. Was. I remember hearing something about that. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, Ur- crazy, urban lift. crazy. But, so, um, so, 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 what's how, how do you know that 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 car? What's what's your connection with that car and the owner? So, the owner has been following Auto Amateur for a couple of years, and he was in the market for a nine nine six um, or a nine nine seven, and he got in touch with me because he saw one of my videos where I was talking about me, big fat knacker six six whatever, trying to fit into a nine nine six, and he said, "I've got a lead on a manual nine nine six. Should I go for it?" And I just basically replied back saying hell no don't do it to yourself and he was i think pleasantly surprised by my my honesty <laughs> um so he was he was continuing to look around for the 997 and then he just came across this uh he came across this this car which had been sat in a barn on a on a lot for like 40 years and uh you know he he, he sort of over over a period of sort of three or four months was talking with the owner and uh, the owner was traveling and was basically never on this property. So trying to get hold of them and be in the same place at the same time, he ended up just paying some cash for it and uh, picking it up himself. And now it's sat in his garage and he's, he's got the engine out. He's got the tranny out. He's fully taken it apart. He, you know, part of the floor's missing. He's going to replace the floor panels. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and actually by the time this podcast goes out, that video should be live. So I, I shouldn't be spoiling anything for anyone. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that that was pretty cool. So we, we've stayed in touch, and then he recently did a podcast with Michael Bath. You know, here we yeah. are talking about this connected universe. Um, and uh, I, I've been saying to Todd from the beginning, this is a great idea for a project. 
um, yeah, not only yeah. for a project, but for like a YouTube series. And he, he didn't want to go that far. So I've been trying to find an opportunity to actually get out to Chicago. It's like a five, six hour drive from here. Um, yeah, so. and, and actually do some filming. So I, I'm really glad I got to see it halfway through where it's it's basically completely dismantled and it's still yeah. in a pretty sorry state. And then hopefully if he get it if he gets it done, you know, spring or summer, I'm gonna go back and uh, do the reveal. Uh, it's oh, I can't oh, wait to see it. It's gonna look so cool. And he, he he's he's like really taking his time, he's really doing his research. Like wow. we did for the nine nine six. Yeah, got a cough there. Um, Thank God, but, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know it's it, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so and at the risk, of, don't don't give me any spoilers. Obviously, so if if you cover this in the video, let's let's just move past it. But so he was looking at nine nine sixes and then potentially nine nine sevens. Yeah, and. Where he ended up was a barn find project three fifty six. Yeah, that's a that's a reasonable leap in in, oh, in yeah. terms of the type of car you're buying and the experience you're going to have with it. Yeah. Um, what? How, how did he make that leap? So I think um, I think part of it was so he's never owned a Porsche before. This was his first Porsche. Um, yeah. he'd, he'd like grown up with American muscle cars. He'd like rebuilt a couple of different cars throughout his life. He's, he's you know, sort of early to mid fifties now. Um, I think he looks at it like this. He can pick up a nine, nine, six or a nine, nine, seven anytime in the next 10, 15 years, arguably yep. for a yep. reasonable amount of money. How often are you going to come across a car like that in that kind of condition yeah, and have something yeah, fun to work on? So yep. although it is, you know, completely the opposite end of the spectrum, it's still a Porsche. It still has the Porsche, you know, iconic iconic stuff that's all over it and in it and in its DNA yeah. and its fiber. And, yeah, of course. And he's got his hands on it and he's working on it. So uh, <clears throat> when he explained it like that, I, it, it made sense to me. Oh, and infinitely cool when it's done. You know, and this is, I mean, you know, going back to my friend's uh, um, PJ, his black 356, you know, if he shows up in that car, he wins every time. Like you can't, really? you can't out. You, yeah, it's it's like it's like going to a bar with George Clooney. You, yeah. you can't compete with that. You know, yeah. it's just like it's just ultimate effortless cool. Um, yeah. Yes, just just awesome. So yeah, I, I I can I can definitely see the appeal. Well, speaking of one of your mates, uh, I noticed in one of your photos recently. Um, I, I don't know, from maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. There is what looks like a black, I want to say 964. It could be a 963. It's got a whale tail on it. It's got, it's got a, like the, the, um, the decal on the, on the rear deck lid, but you know, it's the, uh, it's the lettering, the large lettering left to right with a beautiful little red Carrera. Uh, I can't even see what it is now. Oh. It's the RS Tribute, I think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whose is so that car, and when are you going to make a video with it? That's what I want yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Phil's car, and, and, and Phil and I are in discussions about this very thing. So that car is, that's a ripper. It's, it's um, what is it? It's an 87 or 88, uh, I can't remember which. Um, so 3.2 Carrera, but it's got um, a non-Vario Ram 993 engine in it. Uh, and then the whole thing has been backdated. And then since he bought it, he's just gradually worked away at just enhancing it, tweaking it, 
massaging it so it's you know it's got a beautiful interior with 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 red tartan inlays on the seats yeah um he's made it super lightweight um i mean i don't know how he drives it in the heat and cold because it's got it's got no heating and, or, and no ac but <laughs> um and 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 he's just put a new exhaust on it it sounds like a rock star it, it it's a very very rad car um so yeah, yeah, yeah. that 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 car is going to be seeing some oh, love on the channel, I expect. It's absolutely beautiful. So I found him on Instagram. It's Philby911. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the follow button. Follow. Yeah, do it. Do oh, it. Mate, that, it is beautiful. And it's got red decal on the door. It's got, looks like red trim on his bumpers. Yeah, yeah. And he's tweaked it a bunch of times. I think it was red and orange when he originally got it, uh, as in all of the decals were, were, were all yep. orange, and, and then he's gone red with it. Um, I mean, we have this... I've got this ongoing joke with Philby that every time uh, every time I film, if we're out driving and, and the, the guys drive by, and I'll... What, what typically happens when I'm filming those videos is, you know, we're just on a drive, and any time we stop... After we stop, I drive on ahead so I can find a spot to pull over, set up the camera and just film yeah. everybody driving past. And most people, you know, being schoolboys in grown-ups' bodies, um, will drive past and drop down a gear or two and hit the rev yeah. limiter as they go past me. Whereas Philby always drives past sitting on about 1,500 RPM. And I'm always like, <laughs> Phil, do, do a downshift when you come past. And actually the last, the last, the last drive video I did right before uh, Christmas, he just had the exhaust fitted and he came flying past me and he dropped it down and did this thing sound good. And, and it was like one of those rally videos where he drove past me and then I could still hear the exhaust just bouncing off the off the trees you know <laughs> 30 seconds later it was fantastic oh that's amazing yeah if you you need to get onto him in fact i might even send him a message be like you don't know me but i want you to give your car to my mate andy so he can make the video oh that's fantastic he's a good dude well look andy it's been great speaking with you again yeah you we'll, too uh, man we are going to get this collaboration down at some point in the next uh, month or so, I, I would hope. Well, it's still yeah, summer. You bet. On yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. Well, do you know what? Not much of a summer. We had in, like, flooding rains yesterday. It's been bizarre. Mind you, this time last year, you know, um, half of Australia was on fire. So I'm I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was just tragic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, those, 2020, uh, poor, huh? I know, right? Those those poor stereotypical koala bears were not doing so well last oh, year. Oh, dude, yeah, no, oh, that was poor guys. that was that was heartbreaking. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's, let's let's finish this podcast on a downer, shall we? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was hoping we would. I was really hoping we would. <laughs> well, you have a great weekend, mate. It's been great speaking with you. I'm now going to go and stalk your Instagram friends. And, yes, uh, please do. I, I want to be part of the club. I mean, I'm. You guys you're, an honorary, you're an honorary member. You're an honorary member. You don't yeah, hold yeah. hold it being English against me at all. Hopefully not. So uh, that's all good. Uh, well, we've got we've got a Scotsman in the group. So oh, good lad. <laughs> Maybe he'll be the one that won't like me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Good speaking with you. Yeah, you too, mate. Take care. So that was Andy from The Last Rasp. If you haven't checked out his Instagram or his YouTube account yet, you really should. The content he puts out is really first class. Plus, I mean, you heard it. He's an absolutely 
top bloke, a diamond geezer, as I might say, putting on my English hat once again. Uh, You're going to be hearing more from Andy throughout the year. Andy is one of a handful of Porsche content creators that I'm going to be collaborating with throughout the year, podcasts and videos and, and more. Stay tuned for another podcast dropping on Friday next week. There are going to be videos coming out soon. And then hopefully I'm going to be able to announce a rather exciting live stream with a handful of folks uh, in the world of uh, Porsche and YouTube and content creation. Uh, I'm going to be dropping that hopefully in the next week or so. So stay tuned. Check out Andy's YouTube. Check out AutoAmateur.com. Stay safe, stay healthy, and get out and drive. See you now.